This is Chapter 8, Part 2 of The War and Waste Paradox, read by Len Bertain. Dr. Elby went to the easel and started to draw a series of squares and bubbles on the easel paper. As he worked, he said, We call what we're going to do here a process map. We'll map the process required to get an order into the system, manufactured, shipped, and the invoice paid. Okay, are you ready? Anytime you wish to, with an observation or a comment, particularly if we miss any steps in the process. I thought this was going to be boring, but I couldn't have been more wrong. Dr. Delby wrote custom in the middle of the page on the right-hand side of the easel paper. Bonnie raised her hand. After I make a sale, I bring the order form to Beth, her secretary. She types it up on a work order, then we distribute five copies. Okay. Where do the copies go? Dr. Elby asked. As people responded, he wrote the names and places on the board and drew lines between them. He also numbered the lines and put arrows next to them to indicate which way the flow was going. People were talking and arguing among themselves and still giving instructions to Dr. Elby. The board started to look like my daughter's Etch-a-Sketch after she had been playing with it all afternoon. Hashing out where all the paperwork went, took mostly the whole hour, but we finally got finished. We looked at the process map and the lines drawn on it. There were several different types. As Dr. Elby counted up the trail, he wrote 64 moves on the board. Everyone was amazed. As we examined the process map, we found that our process added value in only six of the 64 steps. In other words, 90% of the steps do not generate value. On the basis of this process map, we can see that only 10% of your business operations actually add value. And then he went to the process map and drew green lines on the chart for those steps that added value. What was great about this chart was it allowed everyone to see the whole system. We could really see the inefficiency of our process. We could see all those things that we do don't add value. Dr. L.B. talked briefly with Mr. Grimes, who got up and then turned to the class. You want to know something? I am stupid. Dr. L.B. has been trying to tell me this for over a month. Now I see what he means. He turned back to the process map and said, This is pretty bad. The fact that I let it get this bad is just plain stupid. Jack Prescott told me, to be ready when the process map of my organization was presented. I was sitting there quietly as the whole process of getting an order, shipping it, and collecting for it was reviewed. Now I see that we really do need help. He looked over at Dr. Elby, who approached Mr. Grimes, and the two of them talked for a minute. Dr. Elby nodded in agreement to something. Mr. Grimes turned to the class. I'll tell you what I'll do. It looks to me that each step of the process map that is eliminated will save me a bundle of money. For your help in eliminating those steps, I'll put a thousand dollars into approval for every step in the process that will divvy it up every month equally among all the employees. That way you will benefit. Is that a good deal or what? Mr. Grimes was actually excited. He could see the value of the process map and was glad to encourage us to start eliminating the 56 non-value-added steps. Interestingly, Dr. L.B. explained that this tool is applicable to any production or control situation. Mr. Grimes had taken over the lecture. I really like this. Every one of these moves is an opportunity for error, some lost paperwork, 
to a number that gets copied wrong. This monster was not created overnight. Each move made sense to someone when it was put in place. And when we look at the system as a whole, it doesn't really make much sense, does it? As he walked away from the front to sit down, Mr. Grimes looked over at Dr. LB and said, Please go on, this is fun. I agree with you, Sean, it is fun, and we're going to improve the profits while we're having fun. Mr. Grimes nodded his head in total agreement. Dr. LB continued, Okay, I wanted all of you to see how this happens. During the rest of the training, we're going to use this process map as a tool to get some real answers to the problems in this company. Look around while you're out there doing your job. Look for all the ways that we can eliminate steps in the process, and we'll talk about them in class tomorrow. The class was dismissed. Everybody was talking as they left. I walked down the hall to the water cooler. As I bent over to drink, I happened to look down the hallway towards the offices. Roland was giving Dr. Elby the business. He was mad about being embarrassed in class. I walked back to my machine. Todd came over and grabbed me. He said, you know what? I'm really surprised at myself. I usually don't like these kind of classes, but I like this one. I think we're going to get the, to the real problems, you know? I think this guy might be different. For some reason, though, it looks like Dr. Elby thinks that Roland is a problem. I wonder what he really knows and why he picked on Roland today. I didn't think of it that way. I figured that he was trying to get Roland to rethink what he was doing. It was pretty clear that Roland and Mr. Grimes were not communicating very well. Roland didn't know the value of accounts receivable, which was something Mr. Grimes thought he should know, right to the penny, and have on the tip of his tongue. I'd met Roland on several occasions since being a quality pump, and I liked him. Roland was a nice guy. Tony was still feeling concerned about Roland. He went on, but we need better communication with sales. I really don't know how to say it, but I think they don't give us enough information, and that's one reason why there's so many mistakes. Chapter 8, Insights. Ideas generate enthusiasm for work. And sometimes that enthusiasm can get us in trouble just like our hero. One of the greatest motivators for work is psychic reward from the job environment. People get turned on when they have opportunities to introduce ideas. If a company just allows ideas to happen, profits will follow. In the war on waste, Mr. Grimes is making Roland uncomfortable because he has his own personal agenda that he is protecting and it is gradually getting exposed as keeping sales from rolling in the com into the company. In most cases of people trying to protect their tribal knowledge, when you get begin to post measurements of productivity or sales results or any metric for all to see, the underlying secrets of tribal knowledge get exposed and become vetted. Employees don't mind giving their undocumented processes to the company in exchange for recognition of their contribution to an idea that eliminates a waste of $100,000. When they stand up before the CEO while delivering their proposal to eliminate that waste, they do so with great pride as a member of a team that is helping the company survive. When you watch this process unfold in company after company, it is indeed a pleasure and an honor. The employees are telling me that they are on board and want to make the company better. Another interesting thing about doing a process map is that all the hidden components of the tribal knowledge get exposed. And because the people manning the process are not stupid, we get great ideas to address the solutions of these undocumented processes. 
The reason that there are over 60 steps in the process map, undocumented until the class began looking into it, is that no one was controlling and measuring the process to see all this stuff. When you go through any process map, you expose a lot of the secretive tribal knowledge. And so as the company goes forward, employees will see problems in the process and document and the appropriate steps to improve it. That's the end of Chapter 8. Look forward to seeing you in Chapter 9. This is Lynn Bertain.